introducing the awardless winning podcast. It's the Intellectual Saviors with your hosts, the Pedo. Me and Eric are holding hands right now. I just want you guys to know this. I'm trying to get each other. The Ginger Bear. No, no, no. The lady was like, oh, he's such a sweet man. I'm like, I'm just your neighborhood friendly atheist. <laughs> Ran off. And the Pivot Man. It's very phallic in shape, and I have my lips around it. They haven't won any awards, but they've won your hearts. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Intellectual Saviors. This is the show where we entice you with great facts, and then we don't substantiate or back them up with anything. Ever. Kudos to us. We're awesome. It's what we do, and we do it well. <laughs> <laughs> we do lazy research. <laughs> Google is great. my best friend. <laughs> I, was <gonna> say, <laughs> I have done that before. Thank God for Wikipedia. Our bogs will never have. Hold anything. on, I, I did. I have drawn away from Wikipedia. I don't like using it at all. Yeah, Wikipedia is not a good site to use. Yeah, it blows. Yeah, I usually try and get all my stuff from the EPA website. <laughs> yeah, they have excellent facts there. You're such an asshole. Don't they, bogs? Fuck y'all. You know you love me, dude. All right, thank you very I much. I just report what they say because they're in charge of that shit. <laughs> Whether or not they do a good job, that's irrelevant. It's what they're reporting. Thanks to KK and his Weathered Underground. Uh, that is what I originally thought was going to be our theme song. It's uh, You Motherfuckers. <laughs> I, I love that song <laughs> not, so much. Not intended for our listening audience, of course. <laughs> yeah, not us. Us. We're the motherfuckers. Basically, More or yeah. less what we're trying to say. Sure, that's what we're trying to say. That's uh, <laughs> that. By the way, that, that should be our theme song from now. That song is so badass. Your mother. <laughs> I love that song so much. It is good. <coughs> well... I want to get some of that away before we get going here because I've failed to do so the last couple of weeks. Uh, make sure to let everybody know that they, they need to follow us on the Twitter, at the Intel Saviors. Make sure you go to our Facebook page, the Intellectual Saviors, and uh, sign on to that. Leave some comments. We're starting to get a few more, a few likes, a few comments. It's pretty nice. We like hearing it because then if you leave something shitty, as you've heard, we will complain about it on the show. <laughs> good at that. So... <laughs> and and make segments up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> make fun of you. Exactly. <laughs> but we won't use your name, or at least, you know, we're trying to be nice that way, at least. So, how's it going over there, Boggs? Haven't seen you in a week. Looking real good. Okay. You got That's a lot of weird. stuff for the show? I've got plenty for the show, Michael, you fucking <laughs> dickhead. Wow. So much <laughs> did, love. Did that I know. There? Here, I'll start the free first since we're, we're talking about how much I have prepared for the show, you bastard. <laughs> I had two things that were going over. One, the education level of people around here in Texas, and two, about homosexuality. The first one that I found was a video. Uh, you guys can YouTube this. It says, hidden camera gay couple in a restaurant, and it's like the third video down for me, but it says, gay parents bashed. What would you do? And it's a video about them doing a little skit at a restaurant where the waitress kind of berates a lesbian couple and then a, a gay couple uh, that have kids at the table. And there's a bit of propaganda to it because they their research is like, it's conclusive of like 32 different times they've done this, so it's kind of a small sample size. And they're like, Texas is the most uh, defensive state that we've ever been to because they always defend the gay parents, which to me is fucking shocking. 
But uh, if you want to check that out, check it out because it was it was neat. It was a cool little uh, uh, video about you know what you would do in a social situation like that. That is surprising to me that Texas was the one that they say was the most defend defensive or defending of the gay defending of the gay couple. That that is amazing. Now I will say that was with the lesbian couple. Yeah. Uh, The Mm, yes. The uh, two men, the gay couple. I'm not really sure that that was the same. I think that was actually. It'd also be a little biased if it was done in Austin. Yeah, that's uh, there's that too. That is true. <laughs> Where was it at? Uh, they didn't say. The video doesn't state. Uh, well, maybe it does state that. I'm not really sure if oh they stated the, the city or not. Once again, we do but not I substantiate or back up these facts. <laughs> <laughs> you can find the video online. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, do your own looking up. Yeah, okay, you can do everything for you. That's We're been here, our crucial coin. We should change our uh, motto now. It should be <laughs> the intellectual saviors. You look up your own damn facts. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good plan, though. To be fair, great plan. Look it up yourself. Well, we've said plenty of times. Don't take our word for it. Yeah. Now, the next one is that I found was awesome because it's a uh, it's a news article and it's basically I think it was just like a bunch of letters because there's like a bunch of different things in here about what people put on here. But <laughs> the first one that I saw was the gay agenda has to stop particularly in the schools. My grandson came home from school and said they were talking about homo sapiens in science class. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. First off, like this is related to homosexuality, kind of, but honestly, if you're too stupid to not know what homo sapien is... How dare they talk about homo sapiens yeah you please stop this is the other thing i'll say about this because a lot of people have bastards a lot of people have really staunch economic opinions too if you haven't taken economics classes in college if you haven't done any research on that if you haven't looked anything up why do you have a fucking opinion because that's like me having an opinion about you know moral ethic codes in uh, in engineering i don't fucking know shit about engineering this is america dude everybody's allowed their opinion yeah i was about to say it's what did, what it's part of our thing, dude. What are you, some kind of fascist? Yeah, yeah whatever. Trying to silence the people. God this is it, it's annoying as fuck when people have an opinion. If, if you don't know anything about it, just admit, hey, <laughs> I don't really know what the fuck you're talking about. It's over my head. Or go research it. Go look it up. Go look at stuff. I do agree. It is annoying when people have opinions. You're right about that. But look, I mean, Fox Fucking News people. told me that it's wrong for gay people to have kids and that they won't grow up right. Well, the Bible told you to kill them, so I'm not really sure where your like moral ground is there who could possibly know man who could possibly know <laughs> <laughs> that's a good th- i saw that though you know that some um like 70 year old did they say her her son or a grandson on that thing a uh, grandson yeah so she's probably like 80 and old senile and old yeah senile and old racist woman and from the educated. south or something and not educated and now yeah. we're being ageist so i mean Hey, dude. Those We've been bastards. sexist, racist. <laughs> now we're being ageist. Treatist, ageist. Ageist. <laughs> and by the way, they shouldn't be allowed to drive cars either. That's you know what? We have an added true. list that is not an ist, but is also uh, some sort of like discriminatory thing. Anti-Semitic. We'll work on that. We'll we get will to work that on eventually. That. Fuck the Jews. There we go. Sweet. Oh, my God. I think I've said that once before, so I think I beat you to it. But I didn't, might, I didn't mean you it. You might have. You I might have said that. He meant it, but I didn't mean it. You might have said that. Uh, the other thing that I had for you guys was uh, something that I think we should do a lot of, okay? Um, we should definitely start reading the Bible more. Oh, thank God. I, I didn't know where you are going with that. Yeah, we should we should do that from time to time. So I just wanted to put in here. Because it's fun? 
Yeah. And it shows you, you know, uh, some really good morals to have. And there's a lot of really, and you know, we're not Christian, so you can take that for however you want to. But there are a lot of good things in, like Proverbs and, and Psalms. And so I pulled one up for us. Are you guys ready? Wait, oh. wait, 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 wait. We're not Christian? No. When did this happen? Okay, so here we go. This is <laughs> a uh, <laughs> this is a uh, uh, verse from Leviticus. This is Old Testament shit, right? This is uh, chapter 20, verse 13. If two men engage in homosexual sex while on a woman's bed, both have committed an abomination. They are to be put to death. Their blood will be on their own heads. So if it's not on a woman's bed, is it okay then? See, this is a, this is a translation. This is in modern English. This could be translated as is what this says. But um, I'm thinking that What's basically... What's the actual translation then? Well, it depends on... I'm not going to read the Hebrew if that's what you're going for. Yeah, do it. Yeah. Uh, a man who will lie... This is... Uh, uh, Let's see. This is the National Gay Pentecostal and Alliance interpretation. Mm. That sounds like um, biased. <laughs> I was gonna say, <laughs> could <laughs> be a little fucking skewed. biased as shit. And a man who will lie down with a male in beds of a woman. Both of them have made an abomination. Dying, they will die. Their blood is on them. Sounds pretty much exactly like what you just read. Yeah, it's, it's the yeah. Kind of sounds like a threesome almost. They though. are to be put. It kind of does. Well, it sounds so it's like, like so. At that point, are they just like making detailed reports of you what can you be can gay, and can't but do? You can't be. You can be gay, you but can't you can't fuck the man. And yeah. if you go, if you go, uh, what's the next part? It's not gay if your balls don't touch while you're fucking her. Is that the next thing? <laughs> yeah, I think as long as your balls don't touch, then well, you're so good. So if you're on top, you're like really skilled then, because it's flopping. That's all I'm saying. Hmm. I don't know, man. You know, like right before you get ready to do, dude. Your stuff, that's a they market that we up. could get. It's like a little. It looks like a speedo, but your penis is hanging out, and it keeps your balls up high. <laughs> oh, dude, kind of like a, kind of like a banana hammock, but just for yes, your nuts. Exactly, just, just, to hold just your for nuts the nuts. So it's not gay. That way, you're not gay. I'm. We're trademarking that right it's now. It's genius. Nobody. Dude, if anybody makes that, that shit, if you make that, we're you fucking here, suing. We are suing the fuck out of you for everything you've ever done. We're gonna be like Donald and then Trump we're gonna all sue over your mother. Your and then we're gonna use that product on your mother. What? <laughs> well, I guess if there's two of us, we'll need to. Yeah. What Good about point. the three of us? Well, one of us is well, on the see, mouth, so yeah, it doesn't mouth, matter. Yeah, you're you're fine Flop over there. Flop that shit right on her chin. Yeah, yeah, you're fine. There you go. Three inputs, man. <laughs> <laughs> we're here to fill you up. You know, if God is real, we are so fucked. <laughs> nah, we're okay. Yeah, we're probably fine. Maybe he laughed too. <laughs> probably not. God's like, <laughs> you're all going to hell, but <laughs> you sure are fucking funny. Oh my. I don't have a whole lot this week. I the the big news thing, and I'm sure most people heard about this, but just in case you guys didn't, I thought it was probably the most fucked up thing I heard this week is the fact that Min, uh, Mississippi finally uh, ratified the Thirteenth Amendment to ban slavery. Did you hear about that? <laughs> what? Oh, okay, good. You didn't because I, I didn't hear about this. It was like one of those one day news cycle things yeah. went through. So of course, 140 years, uh, 48 years after. Um, it became a law that slavery was illegal. Um, Mississippi finally ratified it in 1995. So it took them till 1995 to do the ratification of this to begin with. So th- just think about that right off the bat. And then at the time, they, whoever it was in the office, I guess, I, I don't know who handles it at the state level, but they're supposed to um, take the, uh, the resolution after it's been passed and they send it to the um, office of the Federal Register at the National Archives, and it's a required step to make the process, like, complete. That process never took place. The person never filed the the, uh, the re- resolution, so it never took effect. And so after these two guys 
there was a guy that worked at the uh, university in Mississippi, um, and one of his buddies, they started doing some research after they saw the movie Lincoln. So Lincoln inspired them. So he's inspiring from the grave um, and empowered them to do some research on this. And they found out that Mississippi is the only state that actually never had officially ratified it. So according to Mississippi law, you know, slavery is still legal. So there's a lot of pissed off white people in Mississippi right now. They're like, really? All this time we could have had some slaves? (laughs) (laughs) But it it was just. They're not pissed that they've been, uh, that they've had it legal the entire time. They're pissed that they weren't able to use the legality of it. Yes. (laughs) And wouldn't you be too? Like, think about it, dude. You're sitting on a plantation. It's got all these crops around it. And there's already black people in the area. Yeah. Fuck. You and just lost your labor. Yeah, and of course, you know, they're making it. Now, yeah, I was going to say, they can't have the Hispanics come to pick anymore because all the southern you know, states are m- ramping up their you know, ways to kind of get yeah. the Hispanics out of there and stuff. So they're losing that labor. And they're like, oh, we could have had this all the time. We didn't even need the Hispanics. <laughs> I just thought it was crazy. Not the fact that they just did the ratification because I can understand the resolution not getting, you know, s- submitted properly. I mean, that's just, you know, paperwork mumbo jumbo. But the fact that they didn't, do the fucking ratification until 1995 to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> After it was passed 148 years prior, that's the part that blew my mind. And then they took care of it in 2013. Yeah, so... Go, uh, we'll get to it. Way to go, Mississippi. 2005 rolls around. Yeah, kudos. Uh, you finally... I mean, it's not that big a deal. And then uh, for the uh, our lovely listeners, I actually do uh, li- list this on the Facebook and stuff. I put a post on there this week about uh, German solar power. Did you guys saw I did see yeah, that. I, I commented um, and shared it. There's a little bit of info on that. I thought it was pretty interesting. Um, just this past week is when they hit this. They hit uh, their, their solar power plants produced a record 22 gigawatts of electricity, which they said is equal to 20 nuclear power stations at full capacity. And uh, they're on a big kick right now to go through this and like, kind of turn all their energy over to renewables by 2020. And they said the reason for it mainly was because of what happened in Fukushima and stuff. You know, So they're closing down all their nuclear plants. And uh, it's so because of government-mandated support for renewables, um, it's helped Germany become the world leader in renewable energies, and uh, the country now gets about 20% of its overall annual energy from the, um, renewable resources. And it says Germany has uh, as much uh, installed solar power gener- uh, generation capacity, God damn, I can't read, as the rest of the world combined. Surprising. Yeah. And uh, overall, its annual electricity needs from the sun alone. Uh, it aims to cut greenhouse gas emissions by 40% by 2020 by, like I said, closing down all of their nuclear plants and pretty much going to solar, wind. Right, And it's amazing to me that they can do this and, you know, we can't. You know, uh, that boggles my mind because we're supposed to be the superpower in charge of everything. And all this is this is based on numbers from the European Energy Exchange. It's we not can. We just don't want to. Yeah, why let the market take care of itself. If the market demands that product, then we'll <laughs> certainly put that product out, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, I wonder in our how great free capitalist society. I wonder why that, that never happened. Hmm. Curious. That was a, another assumption that uh, people had that they liked the capitalist system so much for is that it would breed technological growth because that's how you got ahead of your competitors. Hmm. That never happened either. Well, like that's what we were talking about before, though, with government cuts. They always cut, you know, R and D, research and development, and that's where a lot of and this stuff would work. come into help. You know, but the R and D portion of it, that's where a lot of this gets lost because because these are startup things, and a lot of private companies aren't going to invest the capital. That's why, like. There's a lot of companies that the government's given money. I know in the when they did the, um, oh, God damn it, when uh, Obama did the stimulus package, they put so many billion dollars toward these type of energy programs. 
And then, you know, there's a couple fail, and then the Republicans, like that cylinder and stuff, Republicans come out, and they throw a big fit about, oh, we wasted, you know, so many millions of dollars on this program, and this company went belly up and failed. It's like, well, the thing is, private companies aren't going to put the funds into that when it's an unproven market yet, and it's still a growing thing. They're not going to make the, they're not going to generate revenue. So you need the government to step in and give some of these grants and loans to get these companies up and running. They're not all going to pass. No, you let the market take care of itself, and we'll have all that stuff just handed to us. There's no <laughs> such thing as a public good. <laughs> There's no such thing as that. You'll have a few more fracking wells up. I know that. I don't know I if you'll have more solar. I mean, like, up. is there is there not a uh, you know a, a, a privatized industry for like trash collection? Yeah, I think they're, well, isn't that what waste management stuff? I think, but they get, oh, fuck it, I don't even want to go into it. I don't know enough. This is another <laughs> most, look, it yes! up your, look it up yourselves. I don't yes! give a shit. I love it. Uh, thank you so much, God Michael. Damn it. Thank you <laughs> so much. I don't even care anymore. See, we don't know everything. We just do a lot of research and we bring things to the table. I'm looking forward to just one goddamn thing in this opening segment right now. And that's all I care about. There's just one thing I want to hear. So, Actually, I uh, before you say that. God I damn you. I know this God is a non sequitur, <laughs> but I wanted to bring this up because uh, what happened this week uh, seriously was the, the case. I, I couldn't pull this video up that your boy Brian <laughs> sent us and I have no idea what the fuck it is. <coughs> Dude, he's getting a lot of hype on our show. We might as well invite him on for I guess so. Guest right? appearance. I don't even know who the fuck you guys talk about, but uh, he's he's beating me down, man. I like <laughs> my my whole response to this video is like, I don't care, dude. Just you're not gonna change, I'm not gonna change, fuck it. But anyway, what was the video? What? Really, dude, you're asking me now. Yeah. I'm going to kill you. I want to react on the show. It was just a con- it was a link from a conservative friend of mine just talking about welfare and how basically it's the same bullshit that was, like we talked about, that was big in the 80s, the corporate welfare queens where they live off of welfare and they keep having children to get more money and stuff. It's just, it's all that bullshit again. If you want to hear about it, you can go to our podcast we did on welfare, listen to uh, Government Cheese and you can hear all about it because we don't need to go over it now. Goddamn you bongs. So I can't react to it as much. No, nope. Let's nope. move on. I'm ready to hear the goodness. I want the world to know that I have problems too. White people problems. That's right, everybody. White people problems. Um, I actually have two. One is just a personal thing that I saw this week, and another one is actually something that has hit the news. First, the news. Two or parents of two California grade school students are suing to block the teaching of yoga classes. They complain that it promotes Eastern religion, even though the trainer, the instructors, the teachers, and everybody involved in it say that they do not talk about religion whatsoever. It's just the practice of yoga, which everybody knows what that is, right? Nope. Explain it to Shut you. up. Um, <laughs> so they don't promote it at all. None whatsoever. There's a listener out there right now that doesn't know what yoga is and, and you're nope. fucking ripping them off. Nope. Nope. Just just Google it. Look <laughs> <laughs> it up on Wikipedia. <laughs> you don't know we it. are sticking to that fucking theme and I love it. So out of all the things that they can get pissed off in the world, they are pissed off that their kids had to learn yoga mm. because they claim that and some Homo of the Homo sapiens in science class. They claim that some of the poses and stuff represent worship to Hindu deities, which is true, but they don't talk about it in the class. Like, the teachers don't say anything hey, uh, about the pose or nothing. It's even if just, they were, who gives a shit? It's a phys ed thing. And on top of that, because of this program, they have seen uh, 
kids' development grow. They've seen focus grow in the classroom. And it's just overall the well-being of the t- uh, of the students has gone up because of this program. We don't like we don't care though. We want God in their lives. And it, I guarantee you, these uh, fucking white jackasses wouldn't give two shits if their son's in a football game and they pray. You know, the, guarantee they wouldn't say shit. There's a funny thing on that. Speaking of uh, the white Christian person problems, there's a I can't remember. I think it's Janine Turner. She's an actress. She actually lives around here in Dallas. Uh, she's on Fox News all the time. She's not as psychopathic as uh, Victoria Jackson, but she's she's still crazy. And she did a yoga video. It's Christian yoga. So they take the, the it, I swear to God, dude, because of that whole that. Do they do the Jesus about. pose? Please oh tell me God. they do the Jesus pose. I don't know, but I'm assuming they have to do the Jesus pose. The Jesus pose. But she she actually I'm hung has, on a cross with my legs crossed. She actually has a video set out, I think, of the Christian yoga. It's it's called a little something <laughs> different, but that's exactly what it is. Nice. So this is how we develop things like Christmas, <laughs> right? Yeah. They just steal some, it. Some mm-hmm. fucking actress has yoga. Somewhere. That's a Christian thing. Yeah, yeah. That's um, what it'll be in 20 years. We'll, so we'll be talking about it then. We'll be so like, when we were doing that podcast 20 years ago, <laughs> so we told you, motherfuckers. No shit. When you're YouTube and his... Uh, God damn it. The gay people <laughs> thing, make sure to look up uh, Janine Turner's uh, Christian Yoga. You guys Is she can hot? do that at home. They're still talking about Christian Yoga. I think she was back in her day. Not so much anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And the other one is, I was at the grocery store the other day, and you know those self-scan... Uh, registers that they have hills yeah um well there's this uh gentleman who's probably like in his 60s using one and he couldn't get this one item to scan and it was pretty much like you had shot his dog <laughs> like it was the end of the fucking world he slammed it on the little scanner started yelling and berating at the employee and i i intervent i like stopped him I'm like dude Calm the hell down. She's trying to help you out. This is not her fault. And then he starts getting on to me. I'm like, dude, you're a fucking psycho. You just need to go home. Like, fuck your groceries. Just go off and fucking die. Like, if you're that oh much of a God. miserable prick. I didn't tell him that, but. Aegis desist. Aegis <laughs> desism. Yeah. What is that again? But seriously, like, <laughs> I have no idea. I that remember. was that big of a problem <laughs> that he couldn't scan this little fucking thing. He I had to uh, make somebody else's life in. miserable because of it. The things are hard to use sometimes. Because uh, the poor little girl that was like trying to help him out was just like shell shocked. She didn't know what the fuck to do because he was just like berating her because of it. Well, just keep in mind that sometimes when people are like that, they're on a lot of medication and they're not thinking clearly. White people problems. As he's driving home. As he's driving home on medication. <laughs> <laughs> that actually is a big problem. And in the rage. That's not a white people problem. That's just a you smashed into my child and killed them problem. Mm. I had a white person problem for you. Oh, my. I oh read yeah. a quote recently from a good good friend of mine. He's not a friend of mine. Fuck that motherfucker. Uh, it was Johnny Depp. So uh, <laughs> is it Johnny good, Depp, good buddy of yours? Yeah. Johnny Depp says, "If you fall in love with a girl and then you fall in love for the second girl, go for the second girl because if you f- really loved the first one, you wouldn't have fallen for the second." And I kept thinking to myself, "So what happens if a third girl comes along? You're gonna like fall in love with her? What did you really love the second one?" Yeah. And then I thought of an old uh, like Facebook quote that I'd seen at some point. Thank you, Michael, for that. Thank you for that. That was that was great. I like that. I'm glad that, I threw you off. That uh, verbal cue, non-verbal well, cue. What were you talking about again? Anyway, so uh, <laughs> but I remember somebody saying, "Oh, the the sheer problems of being a pretty rich white boy." Right. That's, that's pretty much what the segment's about: pretty rich white boys and girls. Okay. You guys ready for the dick of the week? I guess so. I guess so. 
That was a pretty good. It's time for everybody's favorite segment, the Dick of the I love how we've taken all these intros and turned them into these fucking major productions. I like how we've like really come <laughs> along with the production value of this show. It's getting better. Too bad the show's not. So, Awkward. this was a tough <laughs> week. I mean, there's a lot of uh, typical Congress people out there putting out their rape bills and their fucking gun bills that were ridiculous. I could have thrown up this week. But I tried to, just, I was like, you know, I'm going to go outside instead of ripping on America. Because, you know, I want to be America first. I figured I'd find someone outside who's been a real douchebag lately and, you know, when uh, Kim Jong-il uh, died and his son Kim Jong-un took over in North Korea, I was kind of hoping, I was like, maybe this fucker is not going to be near as crazy as his father. You know, maybe he'll see, like, hey, my people are suffering and everybody hates us. Maybe I should take it down a notch and try and get this shit turned around. Uh, no. He's uh, by far and away just as crazy, if not fucking more. And this past week, uh, he and the North Koreans warned American commanders in South Korea of uh, miserable destruction because uh, they do joint training drills and stuff with the South Koreans every year. And he said that uh, if they did it, then it would basically be proof of uh, U.S. hostility towards them. And this comes after uh, the previous week when they were conducting underground nuclear testing, which was against U.N. Security Council resolutions. And uh, as Kim Jong-il, is, he's now making the trip around North Korea, visiting troops and stuff, and they're guiding units and putting them through drills and exercises. I guess they're getting them ready for the uh, end of the world fight. Um, and also, this just, uh, it was about a week or so ago, they put out a video. It was a propaganda film. That's a U.S., uh, like an anti-U.S. video. And in the video, it shows uh, what looks like some U.S. cities and stuff that are like on fire and in mass chaos. And it it's more threatening and stuff. So I'm like, well, with all the problems that we already have, that's all we need is now have fucking North Korea pulling this shit again where they're claiming that their nuclear nuclear program is just that much closer to launching attacks on us. And uh, now, again, threatening the South Korea with total annihilation. So that's something to look for. So get ready for World War Three, thanks to uh, Kim Jong-un, the craziest son of a bitch on the planet right now. Hooray. Yeah. So I gave it to him. I went a little international this week. <laughs> a little international flavor. Nice. That's nice. pretty cool. I like it. So I like it a lot. Fuck it. So are you ready to do this? GMOs, motherfuckers. Ah, uh, Yes. What's that stand for? Genetically modified organisms. Hmm. What are those exactly? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do. I didn't really do any research. So I don't know. <laughs> I like you how you're playing along, though. It's cool. What do you want me to Wikipedia it or something? <laughs> Google that shit real fast. <laughs> Hurry up. We got to fill like 40 minutes. <laughs> <coughs> now, if uh, people don't know, like uh, Eric said, they're genetically modified organisms. Uh, this is a big thing now, especially with crops. Everybody hears about GMO foods all the time and everything. And basically what it is, it's uh, plants and animals. They create them through gene splicing techniques. It's uh, biotechnology, genetic engineering, GE. You'll hear a lot said GMO sometimes. And it's where they take uh, the DNA from different types of uh, species, uh, plant combinations, animal bacteria, whatever, genes, and then they splice them together, crossbreed them to make these super plants or whatever. So that's the big thing now. And uh, I don't know, it's like there's so many questions about, you know, what the companies that produce these GMOs say, you know, they'll produce more crops, they are more weather resistant, resistant to insects, you won't have to use as much pesticides on them, they're completely safe, we know, because we did all the testing and trust us, and there's so many questions out there still, and it's one of those things where I don't know 
uh, from the research you did, Eric, did you really see anything that proves these points that they're making? Because I wasn't finding a whole lot. Proves the the points of the companies? Yeah, well, um, since they're the only ones that do the research, because evidently the FDA really doesn't. I mean, some of their claims, yeah, like they're more resistant to uh, insects and uh, more weather resistant, and they're just a hardier species for the most part. Yeah, that stuff is correct. As far as it being healthy, no. There really there hasn't been enough research done, and there hasn't been enough long-term research done. Uh, the research that they go over, I mean, it's like with lab rats over a year. Like That's really not a good pool or a timeline for knowing exactly what's going to happen. Um, like cancer rates? Yeah, because some of that stuff is very slow acting and doesn't quite... Uh, That's depressing. I know what they do after those labs are done, too. They euthanize those rats. There's no long-term study at all. They're yeah. Just, they, they're just killed. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, I mean, there's a lot of uh, risks that have been... Uh, that have come up. And s- some of the stuff is a little bit overhyped and fear-mongering by uh, the people that are against GMOs. Um, but they do have uh there there is some su- sufficient proof that it does hurt uh wildlife it can uh potentially hurt environment and uh it does give uh some effects to human health such as risk to, of toxicity um people getting allergies easier uh having uh resistance to antibiotics uh possibly even cancer or uh, immune suppression like I said, there's a lot of questions. There's not a ton of research. So some scientists have taken it upon themselves to start actually just digging in deep and uh, trying to find out. Uh, it's more on the side of the hybridization of the crops and the viability of them. Um, so one study that I saw, uh, this gentleman went over uh, to California and he was going through a uh, very popular radish uh, that's over there. And he, in a field crop uh, experiment, he planted the, you know, regular uh, natural radishes, and then he planted the uh, genetically modified. Um, And he did find that, for the most part, they grew and acted relatively the same. Uh, But whenever it started to cross, uh, whenever they started to uh, uh, germinate amongst themselves and crossbreed, that's when they started seeing problems. They had uh, the plant became much more viable. Um, it also started to uh, germinate and plant more seeds, uh, 15% more than the natural one. Um, so it, it does show that it can be uh, wrongfully introduced into a natural habitat and start to take over that natural habitat. And after all, if these things are negative to wildlife, they are negative to humans, we definitely don't want that in our natural environment. And especially when not everybody has a chem lab in their fucking kitchen, <laughs> they they may not know what crops they actually have. You know, some people have gardens and it is potentially, it can potentially happen to where uh, some of these uh, hybrid seeds make it into your garden. And once that happens, you're kind of boned. There's really not a whole lot that you can do. Yeah, that was one of the big questions I had was on the safety of them and what I found. Um, I found one thing by the American Academy of Environmental uh, Medicine. And it um, in, them, in the study that they did, they urged doctors to prescribe non-GMO diets for patients because they had, uh, because the studies they cited, animals uh, studies to showing that there's organ damage, uh, gastrointestinal, and um, 
immune deficiency disorders within some of the different uh, the animals that they studied that where they did the test on this. Uh, there's accelerated aging and infertility. Uh, human studies show that uh, the GMO food could actually leave behind. When they do these GMOs now, especially in the corn, um, it's a big one. I think they're doing it within the soy too. They when they change the DNA, they put something in there where it it has like a it's almost like an insecticide built into it. So they don't, it, it's supposed to be so they don't have to spray on as much, and it's within the DNA. So, you know, of course, when the, the insects and stuff, they eat it, it'll automatically kill them off, like, as soon as they mess with it. So it it's supposed to do that, although some of the studies I've found where it shows that they actually have to use more uh, pesticides on these. But because of that, they're saying that the uh, GMO companies will say, well, that is within the corn, but the way that they tweak the DNA, when you actually eat it, there will be no trace of it within you. But, but based on some of these studies they found, they have actually found that the uh, the DNA of these uh, insecticides that are produced in the corns in the blood of, like, pre- pregnant women and their fetuses and different things like that. Nice. Yeah, and they're saying That's that wonderful. since GMOs were introduced in 96, based on some of the studies they had, that uh, over time chronic illnesses have jumped from about 7 to 13%. And, uh, of course, they see a lot of... Uh, uh, upswing in food allergies, um, disorders. Now they say some stuff about like reproductive, and they'll bring in autism and stuff like that. But that's one of those. It's a little bit. That's a little bit of a tricky one. Uh, digest, di- damn you boy, digestive just, problems. <laughs> I'm getting kicked over here, um, and different other health problems and stuff. And like I said, that's um, through uh, American Academy of Environmental Medicine is what they've came up with that. So I, I don't know how legit they are i tried to do a little bit more information uh study like the research on them and find some other groups and i found a couple other scientific groups that have done studies and they've kind of came up with some of the same um conclusions that they did so it's a little tricky on that point as far as the safety of it and then what i also saw is only that but uh, developed nations don't usually consider it right now 61 countries around the world inc- including uh, australia japan um, all the European countries, and then there's some restrictions on some other Asian companies, uh, countries, and th- where they outright ban the production of and the sale of GMOs. So they're probably waiting on more research <coughs> that says conclusively it is or is not linked to things like cancer, health problems, et yeah. cetera. Uh, Mike, this is a uh, maybe so, but I mean the stuff's been around since '96, so. I mean, you think they they should have enough studies to have a little bit of an idea by now. But the problem is, it's like in this country with the FDA, they don't actually go out and do the testing themselves. They they rely on the system itself to do its own testing. Yeah, they completely rely on it. And the hey, way you who makes this product that we're questioning, go study it and they tell us your results. Yeah, and they all is good. Okay, FDA approved. <laughs> and, that, and that's exactly what they do. And they've classified. The GMOs in the same vein as just your organic, regular vegetables and stuff. So they don't have any, dis- I mean, they don't discern them any differently. They look at them exactly the same. So there's no additional testing as compared to organic, yeah. you know, f- fruits, vegetables, anything else that you... you well, know. and it's also hard to uh, uh, independently test and research stuff that is patented and protected by law that you can't. That so they, you know what's annoying they about can that? tell you, Monsanto can tell you. No, you are not allowed to test on that. That is our patent. Right. You know what else is annoying about that? They can sue farmers because their crops are contaminated. Yep. 
You notice I use the word contaminated. Back to that, uh, the gentleman's research uh, from the professor of genetics at the University of California, Norman uh, Elstrand. Um, like I said, he was doing the radishes, and then questions came up. They're like, well, what about more important uh, uh, products and uh, plants? So they decided to go into uh, more popular stuff, and uh, they found out that they spontaneously hybridized. That's nice, right? Um, and it says that uh, data from such experiments uh, and studies provide ample evidence that spontaneous hybridization with wild relatives appears to be a general feature of most of the world's important crops. And uh, whenever he started going to seminars and stuff, people were asking him if the gene flow of these crops uh, to their wild relatives was a problem when it had already occurred in traditional systems because, like you said, they've been around since 96. So then they started to go into crop to weed gene flow and started looking at uh, the most important crops and they found that seven of the world's 13 most important crops already had hybridization within the wild yay <laughs> and that ranged from stuff like raspberries to mushrooms damn it i love mushrooms too to beets to all kinds of different stuff yeah they can have beets and uh yeah, and they're much more aggressive strands, too, because they've been hybridized and they have some of that uh, genetic modification built within them that makes them stronger, more durable. So they're more aggressive species, so they're able to weed out the other species. And in some cases, if it's been a, uh, a rare seed, uh, they're getting extinct. They're being wiped out currently. I saw something on that in, in Mexico. If uh, This stuff's actually... They're not allowed in Mexico GMO cells, but because of uh, NAFTA, they actually have to still, you know, they can still purchase the corn and the different seeds and stuff. And they have so many different varieties of corn in Mexico. But because of some of the people buying these genetically uh, modified seeds and bringing them down there, they've had cross-pollination. And it's starting to kind of wipe out some of the strands of corn that they said they've had there for, you know, hundreds and th thousands of years that have been, you know, going back from generations and generations. And that seems worth it. Yeah, and there's nothing they can do about it, you know. It's and it it mutates so bad where it's just it's literally wiping out different types. I think you brought up last time or in one of the past shows, Eric, about how you know like now like every potato looks the same or every carrot looks the same, and it's like you know there used to be like a ton of different kinds of potatoes, and now there's only like four or five different kind grown yeah. in the world because you've had this mass. Because that's what everybody wants. They want that look. Yeah, you have this. Want to look that way. The mass forming, and then with the GMOs, that also with the cross pollination stuff, it's starting to kind of wipe out some of the different types of corn, you know, in Mexico. So you're seeing that all over. Oh yeah, corn is huge. Um, so roughly about uh, eighty-five percent of U.S. corn is genetically engineered. Awesome. Mm -hmm. <laughs> As are ninety-one percent of soybeans. 88% of cotton, and it's estimated that up to 70% of processed foods on supermarket shelves uh, contain genetically engineered ingredients. Yeah, so And that ranges from everything from soda to crackers. You know what we haven't talked about yet? We haven't talked about how this doesn't even increase the yield of the crop. Uh, yeah, we can definitely go into that. Because you um, would think, I mean, the first thing when you brought this up, and I was thinking about this, my first thought wasn't that it was like an anti-pesticide or something. My first thought was, oh, they want to make more a food. hardier thing and make more food yeah absolutely nope that's not what their goal was what was their goal then uh not buying pesticides and cutting cost exactly making it cheaper all about money folks all well, about money see i think that's the selling point on it with the whole you know with, with the built-in herbicides and stuff and 
but these crops, they're gene- the way they're they're made, like especially with the corn and the soy, you know, they we'll get into Monsanto in a little bit, but then they're the company that pretty much provides, I think, ninety percent of GMOs that across the world. These they're the way these uh, are constructed, they have to use those specific types of herbicides and feeds and stuff on yes. these crops to even get them to grow in yep. the first place. And because they're so strong, like they have to put such st- strength into them. They said between uh, 96, and this is through 2008, I couldn't find anything uh, more recent, that farmers are had to spray over 383 million more pounds of herbicides because because of the the weeds and stuff, it's killing. It's basically turning them into super weeds now because the herbicides are having to get stronger and stronger. And this shit's just getting so used to it, you know, because it's getting all this cross-contamination with everything. So I don't know if that really, I mean, I don't know if that's going to save them money in the long run. It seems to me as though it's probably more of a, and plus they can't use the seeds over and over. Like in the back in the old days, I guess these farmers, they would save their seeds from the year before. They'd plant their corn. They'd get a crop in. They'd save their seeds, throw it in their fucking, you know, bin or whatever, save it for the next, uh, you know, time that they'd do the planting. But now with these seeds, the way the contracts, you were talking about the farmers earlier being sued, not only can they, you know, if they get caught with the cross-contaminated seeds, they still are, even though if they're not under contract form, then they can be accused of stealing them and use them. But they have to purchase new seed every year. They cannot save seeds from the prior year. So I don't know. I don't know how there's a a cost benefit. Well, it's not. What a genius business idea. Yeah, I don't know how there's a cost benefit. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's sold as a product that's going to save them money. But on the back end of it, it's Monsanto wanting to make more money. Yeah. That's what it is. Yes. Well, that's the thing is, you know, they don't. This is something people should consider too. listening to the show a lot. the companies we're talking about, they're you know, when we brought up like corporate welfare once. We're like, oh yeah, because Walmart needs help. That's the companies that we're referring to. We're referring to ple- you know these giant companies that fucking just they rip everybody they can to get what they want. We're talking about you know American farmers. We're not talking about you know the giant corporation of that. We're talking about the rancher who just has his farm, right? When we brought up things like Gasland and they fucked up his water supply, and we bring this up and they're fucking up his crops and then suing him for mm-hmm. it. Like who who do you think is getting ripped here? So, please, you know, keep that in mind when you uh, when you consider GMOs, when you consider the things that we talk about, when you consider the types of people that are getting hurt. You know, this this company, this um, not company, this country is not about small business. No, this, this country is All not about, about big business. Yeah, and the thing is, is you know, for people who are against uh, things like regulations, you know, because I hear that a lot. We want smaller government. We want a government that doesn't get in our way all the time. What a great lie that you've been told. What a great business opportunity to tell you that the government is in your way and the fear monger and that we shouldn't have regulations. And, you know, I think I've brought up this quote before from uh, one of our presidents, Teddy Roosevelt, where he said, our goal is not to get a w- get rid of corporations, it's to rid any evil in them. And this is kind of what we mean is, you know, this, this tenacity for greed is where this puts us. It puts us in the situation where 80% of your processed food might fucking kill you later. It might give you cancer. There's health problems. Eric brought up allergies. I didn't even see that yep. on the list that I had. But think about that when your kid has an allergy attack. Only 70%. Well, it, you know, if it you. if the plant is I've producing more aggressive pollens <laughs> or a different strand of pollens, that can cause allergies. Does everybody know mm-hmm. what al- an allergy is? Does people, do people, you guys understand exactly what that is? I would imagine it's a reaction to your environment, like pollen. It is a reaction, but it's a, it's a reaction of your body thinking it's being invaded by a foreign object and attacking it. So it's not necessarily like you are sick. 
It's you're having the symptoms of being sick, but you're not really. It's pollen's going in through your nose and your body's saying, what the fuck attack? Right. And they're going after it. And then they're cueing all the typical uh, things, you know, queasy stomach or runny nose, uh, sinuses. I mean, and that can lead to actual illnesses as well. Right. I have some, when we were talking about the farmers getting sued and um, I have a, a thing here on since January of 2010. And these are strictly like Monsanto. Like I said, they run 90% GMOs come out of them. And they're the ones in charge of like that Roundup Ready soy and corn. So they're the ones that are big when it comes to lawsuits. Uh, since January of 10, Monsanto's filed 136 lawsuits against farmers for allegedly, you know, violating their technology agreement, which they have to sign what they call a technology agreement when they purchase these seeds. Yeah. Um, you know, and against their patents and stuff. So this is taken into account. These cases have involved over 400 farmers, uh, 53 small business farms. And, uh, of course, 70 of the lawsuits, they have won and won damages by. 26 have unrecorded damages. 13 were dismissed. Out of all those, only 13 were dismissed, and nine are still pending. And... Um, they show that they were awarded over almost $24 million from these farmers had to pay them. So, I mean, that that's wonderful. So not only are they, like we said, they're screwing them with this, hey, you'll get more out of these crops. You won't have to put as much effort into it and all this bullshit that's really not proven to be true. And pro- in some cases, the exact opposite. But then if they get caught, you know, like I said, if let's say the farmer in the field next to them uses these seeds and they don't, but they get cross-contaminated. Monsanto goes into their fields. They find these seeds, you know, oh, look, you're using our strain. They can turn around and sue them. Yep. Even if they don't sign these agreements. Patent infringement. So it's like they're making money hand over fist by not only fucking the farmers on the front end, but then fucking them on the back end if they go against one thing in these contracts as you know, well. You know how we make a uh, a killing on this, though, dudes? We give those guys, the guys who are doing the fucking, the speedos we talked about earlier. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're definitely fucking doing it to you both ways. You know, you, they're going to need to keep balls. from. And touching. because of that, government agricultural policy is uh, supporting the agenda of these uh, biotech conglomerates. Oh, dude. You know what else we haven't? Well, we kind of talked about this, but um, anybody find anything in any legal document that says they have to have labels on foods that they produce on supermarket shelves? No. Uh, the only one that I've seen that's passed is in California. Makes sense. Is a uh, prop. 37 I think it was or something like that I don't know it was back in uh, I think it was last year when it finally got passed yeah uh, but the industry spent 26 million dollars of a campaign trying to knock that out yeah, yeah. Ac- actually Monsanto is behind that um, means let that me the money into it let me give you a couple of problems here and this is like if you were I mean if you were a politician or if you were on Congress sitting right now and second and you're not getting paid by Monsanto or any <laughs> of them but okay those those things are true here are the problems that we have with it we're talking about the research uh, about safety, right? It's inconclusive. Um, there is a lobby that is in the government that literally tries to keep information out of the public. How do they do that? We don't want labels, and we don't want to discuss any of this because it's a patent, right? Yeah. Um, there is a group called Non-GMO Project that exists, and its entire focus is to um, spread awareness and basically take out GMOs. GMOs consist of, and this is a stat that I found, you bastard, you fucked hard, <laughs> 80% of all processed foods within the United States. That's what you have right now on your shelves. Uh, GMO plants are crossbreeding and potentially replace naturally wild plants, which are patented, 
and then they can sue local farms, and now we have court cases to prove that those events occurred. You're a politician. What kind of policy do you want to establish? Who's going to pay you the most money yeah. for your re-election bid? And that's the problem that I have with stuff like that. I really hate lobbyists. I mean, we brought this up before. I mean, it's FDA is a big player in this, where if you look at... I should have pulled some names and stuff. I don't oh, know the people in the FTA. Yeah, if yeah. you go through it and look, I mean, the people that they're heads of the department, not just over any department. I mean, the departments are specifically over when it comes to uh, genetically modified foods or anything within this realm. Agriculture. It's anything within it. You're going to see where it's people, people that are in the business. People from Monsanto or subsidiary type companies or in the on the technological side of these companies who work within it, it's like they just go back and forth. I mean, from president to president. Anytime a president gets in, they put their new people in place. They'll go from Monsanto, go work in the FDA, go work in agriculture. As soon as that terms up, they just go right back into their job in Monsanto, usually probably with a pay raise, of course, because they hooked them up so much while they're in there. But, I mean, it's if you look at the people now in there, and I did just a quick overview the other day and stuff when I was screwing around at work, and I found a handful of them. It's the same thing. Under Obama, under Clinton, under yep. Bush. It doesn't matter it's who. It's a revolving door. It doesn't matter who. It's just like energy is. policy. Yep. Uh, yeah, exactly. You I know mean, what the thing is, though? Agencies. This is the thing to note, too. Um, that stops when you stop electing people that have been in office before, especially on the congressman level. Um, stop, stop electing them. Or you take money out of the politics, which they'll never well, do. Well, see, some of these people aren't elected to the... I mean, they are well, the uh, FDA, with, within the body government. But that means you just they're stop giving these jobs. People. Just stop doing it. Stop. Stop reelecting people. That's why I don't vote, bro. <laughs> why don't you think it's I it's about vote. just being it's a collect? Well, first off, that would require a lot of education. First, it would require a lot of education about specific votes too. Like if you don't like the way somebody votes, uh, especially when they promise something and then they don't actually do that. The biggest problem is that most of the people that are advocates uh, for or against, uh, or like against GMOs, for example don't have a lot of money. Therefore, they don't have a voice. It's kind of tough. All boils down to money. Um, but back to uh, GMOs hurting uh, wildlife. I mean, everybody knows about the uh, disappearing of bees and uh, that whole big thing. Uh, colony collapse syndrome, as it was coined. Um, they've pretty much narrowed it down that it comes down to GMOs. Uh, these genetically modified plants uh, lead to concurrent genetic modification of the flower pollen, uh, which makes them either uh, have some kind of insecticide in them or make them sterile. So the bees either get killed or they go famished. And uh, it inhibits their uh, hibernation process over the winter. So you have this colony collapse syndrome where they just all die or vanish because they're going off looking for food. Um, now, the reason why this is important, and people are like, oh, wh why the fuck do we care about bees? Uh, bees germinate a lot of food that we eat. Um, so about half of uh, the crop that of soybeans is germinated by honeybees. Uh, roughly about 80% of cotton is germinated by honeybees. Grapes, it's a pretty small percentage. It's like 10%. Almonds, 100% germinated by bees. Apples, 90%. Blueberries, 90%. Peaches, 48%. Oranges, 90% germinated by bees. 
What happens if these plants don't get germinated? Guess what? We don't have any of that shit. No fruit cocktail. <laughs> Our fruit food crops <laughs> go to poop, essentially. And then we're stuck eating potatoes. <laughs> I like potatoes. <laughs> Same. Nothing wrong with a baked potato. So, it is absolutely critical and important that we do more research. And the scientific community is not even uh, completely like exiling GMOs and saying that they are a bad thing and we need to just get rid of them. The scientific community is saying that we need to have more research done. Uh, it needs to be a safer product. And it needs to be driven uh, to uh, benefit nature and humans, not benefit corporate gain. Is essentially what they're saying. They're saying, look, it's not a negative thing. It's only a negative thing because it's in the hands of these corporations that are only looking at the bottom line and not looking at the negative impact that it's having on everybody and the environment around it. Yeah, and when we're talking about it, like I said, the big player in all this is Monsanto. I think it's probably good to kind of go over a little bit of their background and history to kind of finish this off. And like we said, there's just so little known about GMOs, really. Because there hasn't been the testing done on it. And some of the claims made about what it's done has just not proven to be the case. Now, Monsanto, they've kind of started with genetics and stuff. They started back in the 70s with it. Um, they claim to be an agricultural company, but really they're one of the largest um, companies in the world when it comes to uh, biotechnology. And like I said, they do 90% of the GMOs across the world are grown by them. And um, these, this is also the company that brought us great things such as Agent Orange, which was a defoliant used in Vietnam, which has proven to be a cancer causer. And it affected all, uh, many, many Vietnam veterans that came back. Um, aspartame, which everybody loves. Uh, bovine growth hormone and PCBs, which uh, a lot of people won't know PCBs. Those were oils that were used in, uh, cool as coolants, uh, lubricants in big industrial work. Uh, PCBs were banned in the 80s. When it came to light that um, within Monsanto's internal testing uh, between the 60s and the 70s, they stated that they found that there's such a hazardous toxicity to them that uh, people, you know, I mean, it was like exposure was causing all these multiple different kinds of cancers and these defects and stuff. Um, so they shut that shit down, like I said, in the 80s. And then uh, their next big thing, the first, I guess you would say the first kind of genetically modified food type of anything was uh through bovine horth growth, uh, the growth hormone, excuse me, the uh, RVGH. Um, it's an injection into cows. Fuck you guys. We're just used to it. I know. At this point, I almost want to just like start throwing out random numbers at them just to see if you what gotta, happens at this point. You got to roll with it, bitch. And so <laughs> you, uh, they would inject it into cows, and basically what it was supposed to do was it was supposed to help the cows produce more up to twenty percent more milk. Seven. Um, but, of course, Negative another three. one of those things where, according to... Uh, it helps him, dude. I'm telling you. I'm just trying to focus. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to fucking read. I'm trying to read my notes. Because I'm going to tell people out there, I don't remember this shit because it's way too much. I print it off and I read it to you guys. It's like story time with uh, Uncle Michael. <laughs> That's, that, is the, that is definitely the next segment music we make. Story time with Michael Bentz. That's, uh, that's what you're going to get. 
So, but according to their own uh, memos and stuff, these hormones are more likely to cause reproductive issues, uh, like mastitis, which if you know what mastitis is, it's like the udders get all swollen and pussy yeah. and shit. So you're getting that nice pus in your milk. And mm. then th- when the, uh, they get the mastitis and they're having all these other issues, you have to give them antibiotics. So then you get the antibiotic residue in your milk as well. So it's good and tasty for you. And I'll point this out. That is something that they don't require labeling on. But if you go and buy a gallon of milk and look on it, Always look, because I guarantee, because any milk that we ever buy, we'll look on it, and it'll say, they'll have a little, it's not a warning label, because they don't want to put that on there. They don't want to get their ass sued, but uh, the milk manufacturers will put on there, you know, we don't use RBGH in our milk, yeah. you know. But although, there's no testing to show that it's yeah. not bad, you know, they, they always <laughs> put that in there. There's no research that claims blah, 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 but we have this label to warn you that we don't have it. <laughs> and although it's uh, not bad for you, you know, according to studies, um, it's been outright banned in Europe and Canada. U.S. is the only country that uses it fully still. Yeah. Uh, because of the findings by the Canadian Health Services, when they did testing on it and stuff, they could see that it was causing issues and stuff within the cows. And, uh, you know, like I said, there was residue from not only the, the hormone itself, but then, like I said, from the different causes, the things it did to the cows where they had to give it the antibiotics and what have you. And those things are actually f- showing up in the milk as well. So... They've already had, because they found out that these PCBs they're making, those were banned because they were ca- cancer-causing. This growth hormone has been banned in Canada and Europe because of some of the studies found on that, although we still use it. So they've got a history. You can kind of start seeing it going here. you know. And then, like I said, they put out Roundup Ready soybeans in 96, and that was the first like major crop to hit. And then that's kind of where we've gone from there. So they, they have a history, you know, like I said, from Agent Orange, aspartame's been, you know, linked to cancer, this you know, RCBH, PCBs. I mean, they have a very shady past. Yeah, and I mean, they, they've been such a opponent to labeling because um, obviously it holds a negative connotation on their company and it could potentially hurt their profit margin. Um, it's just like um, restaurants that are refusing to put their uh, – uh, the the um, health ingredients or health. Uh, God damn it. I'm turning the mic over here. It's okay. 15. It's okay, buddy. <laughs> they're refusing to 17. put on, um, you know, like uh, how much total fat they have or their calories uh, in each of their. Will you shut the fuck up? I think it's helping you guys. <laughs> no, it's you. not. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, they don't want to put how many calories are in their stuff. McDonald's has now. I don't know if you guys have noticed that, but they have put. Uh, like how much calories are in each mm-hmm. thing. That should tell you something. That um, should tell you that McDonald's is so big they don't give a shit anymore. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's what it is. But, I mean, working in uh, restaurants before, you know, I've I've come across a situation where they, they've been like, uh, we don't want this bill to go through because then we'll have to put how much calories are in each of our thing and that will just hurt our profit margin and people won't come in and eat and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, no, what that will do is make you be responsible and you'll have to change your menu and your recipes and you'll have to come up with delicious stuff that aren't chocked full of fat and salt. Oh no, how dare us be responsible and stuff. And that is a very crucial, crucial point I want to bring up. And, and it's just before. the same with Monsanto. If it came out and they started labeling everything, they would have to change their ways. And then they would have to purposely go into uh, trying to make sure that GMOs were safer and more healthy in order to be able to sell their product. Because if they want to sell their product, they're going to have to be able to make it more safely. 
so then people feel comfortable whenever they're buying it. Right now, they're not because everybody knows that there's a lot of issues and question marks. They may not be backed up by solid science just yet. Research is being done, and there are studies, and there are little things that have popped up that show that they're very negative. But if they made an effort to try and make them safer, people would buy it. Because guess what? It'll probably be cheaper than the non-GMO stuff. So people would buy it if it was safer. And it's just the same thing with restaurants. People would buy it if it doesn't have as much calories as the next item next to it. So I don't think they give a shit. I think I know they don't give a shit, but this would force them to give a shit is see, what I'm saying. But the uh, reason I think why is if you look at like we're saying, you know, 90 percent of the crops, you know, that are GMO, they own and stuff. They've already got that market cornered. And then anytime they can move their product into another area, you know, even like they haven't got into Mexico, it's already affecting Mexican crops. Yeah. I mean, it's already getting to that point where this cr- cross contamination takes place. And then like, you know, we were saying earlier. When they get these genes in them, they have to have their pesticides, their fertilizers, their shit has to be used so they can take these crops can grow. Otherwise, I mean, it's going to take over eventually just because of the cross pollination and because they have that market so cornered where I think, you know, these big um, corporate forms, they this is what they're going with now. I mean, they've signed these agreements. They've got in on it. I don't know. I mean, I think it comes to a point where there's n- really nothing you can do. I think they're you're kind of fucked. I mean, that's they got it, and there's nothing you can do about it. Well, the, it, it'll take public outcry. That the only thing that will stop something like that is you see a very very large amount of people get sick over stuff like that, and it gets correlated because some scientist decides to be a hero. I think you're a little bit right though with the uh, like the labeling on the milk. I think the reason they did that is because there was a lot of outpouring after Canada banned it, especially when the Canada study came out and Canada said we're not going to use this shit. And then you know we continue to. A lot of people freaked and went to Washington about it. I think that's why, like I said, you can look at any milk, and you'll see on there people will say we don't use this shit in our milk. They don't have to label it, but they want to because they want people to know it's not in there, so they will buy their milk. Yes, you know I think so. That. I mean, you're right, they could, but I don't know. I think you get past, there's like a point of no return, you know, at some point. I, 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 I'm I, all for the labeling. I think it would help. I think it Why would. not? Why not? Why not give people information about that yeah. stuff? You, you only know? don't want it labeled if, like I said, it's like the, horth, the, the, the growth hormone. You know, you'd only don't want the shit labeled. We know this. You only don't want it labeled if you know that there's something wrong. There, there's that fallacy out there. That's that what there I'm is. saying. That's why I want it labeled. It will force them to make it healthier, make it better. Yeah. Yep. But that's they're gonna find everyone. Like sort of. Well, I mean, they could just talk to cigarettes. And then on top of that, yeah. there's also there, come on, there's a lot of dumb people <laughs> out there that are gonna buy it anyway with the label on there. Probably. Especially right. Especially out of the gate. if it's undercut costs. I was gonna say if it's cheap. Right out of the gate, people will buy it anyway because they're just there. There stupid. is there will be but a point of as return, public though, awareness goes up and those sales go down, it will force them to be better and uh, make a healthier product. It will guarantee it. Or sell cigarettes. That, that, <laughs> That's the only way that you can push uh, a company, you know, that's that big to actually be a uh, productive member of uh, the environment is by forcing them with regulation. You it's kn- ultimately what it comes down to. He, th- he said that as a throwaway statement, but he's kind of right. You know, the tobacco industry did the same thing. They did all the, they had all those internal documents and studies that they did, which clearly proved that, you know, it caused cancer. And yet they would just come out. No, no, just deny, deny, deny until it finally came out public. I think it's the same thing. Like, you know, we said all the testing is done. Monsanto does the testing, turns over their shit to the FDA. The FDA looks at it, goes, oh, yeah, it looks like you did all the tests. It looks good. This has got to be good to go. But even proven in the 
in the fucking past, they've shown that they manipulate some of the data, and their own internal documents show that this shit that they've created in the past is a goddamn monster that creates cancers and all these other different ailments. So I think it, it's right on key with the tobacco coming. I think you, know, you could see down the road where shit comes out where it's like, oh, maybe we should have probably looked in this a little bit more because you know Monsanto had this past, and then they're telling us now, and we're just letting it go. Too bad 100% of your population consumed that product. That's, that's yeah. <laughs> too bad all of us had that. I was going to say, it's not like tobacco where you made the choice. This is, like you said, it's in 70 to 80% of these processed foods yep. now. So, I mean, and corn is in every fucking thing. So, if you're anything you eat, you're, you're there's some kind of a corn byproduct. And hell, even our goddamn gas has, our gas is going to get cancer now. <laughs> My car's got cancer. Fucking. <laughs> got to put it down. Corn is in every fucking thing. It's ridiculous. You know, I, I was thinking as we're going over this uh, friendly this topic that we're doing that's all happy and, you know, everybody's all excited about it. I was thinking about <laughs> somebody who made a point to us that we have these these terrible, you know, shows that are just so, oh, man, you guys are just bringing me down with this. <laughs> we have to do some you more wanna, uplifting you wanna stuff. You want to end with, a, with like a dick joke or a fart joke? We need to. Uh, no, I was thinking we should do something a little bit more uplifting. Well, Let's the, t- the point about of the, the Holocaust show is to try and raise awareness to these issues so unfortunately we kind of have to talk about negative aspects yeah. everything sucks man it's just the way it's it when is. we have the whole you know time before free for thing where we talk about building speedos where your balls don't touch other men's balls and there stuff. you go yeah and then um i'm going to uh and I, i'm gonna put a little bit of cash i think i'm gonna get some rosetta stone for english for you guys so i'm gonna work on that <laughs> so i don't have to have fucking gray over there laughing at me the whole fucking time <laughs> give me a fucking complex he makes it worse because then i fucking think about it it makes it worse you need to get the hooked on phonics i need to start <laughs> what i gotta do is start drinking it. you know i'm fine if i'm not reading as much when i'm trying to think of the stuff and then read it and i'm trying to remember the facts that's when i fuck up so i'm like man i don't want to because you know i want to be hey i want to be factual man i want to be accurate with my goddamn hey i'm right there with here. you man so I'm I, trying, yeah, I'm trying. We appreciate that. Boggs buddy. is getting better about it, too. He's getting notes, like, pretty much every week now. Man. Pretty much. Boggs is only there to fucking look at me and smile when I fucking mispronounce a word or fucking something. That's pretty much his job, it And seems I, like. I eagerly await the return of Guitar <laughs> Man. Yeah. He's yeah. taking, he's, he's going to take a little break, because, you know, Boggs, he's the hardest working man on the show, so he's taking a break <laughs> a couple weeks. <laughs> I was telling Eric that the reason I didn't do it this week, too, is because typically when I start playing guitar, I zone out of the topic, and I'm not really as engaged Okay, and that's vocally. Nice. That's different from when. All right, folks. Well, I hope Fuck that we uh, we scared the shit out of you enough to wonder what's on your fork next time you're putting a big hunk of food in your mouth. So Sorry if we ruined dinner. Enjoy, yeah, <laughs> enjoy a big glass of milk and an ear of corn tonight. <laughs> All right, everybody. I'm Eric. I'm Michael. I'm Boggs. For you to give up your God. Because in the end you know it's wrong. Yeah, you know. Because in the end you know he's wrong. Our God is Christian is better. Write her own love letter. Sitting on her chair. That's what I see.
whatever you say to me. Master Bay. 